Hi everyone and welcome back to the Industry 5.0 Leaders podcast which is hosted by the Initiative Young Manufacturing Leaders and Chalmers University of Technology. This is the podcast for you that's interested in manufacturing, digitalization, skills, sustainability or the redesigning of supply chains which are all buzzwords in this new era of manufacturing as we move towards Industry 5.0. Hi, my name is Mila and my name is Emma. One of the founders of the Network Young Manufacturing Leaders is the organization EIT Manufacturing. In this episode, you'll get to learn about EIT Manufacturing and listen to the interviews with the CEO of EIT Manufacturing, Klaus Bitz, and the Education Program Manager in EIT Manufacturing, Carolina Torregrosa-Gallo. She also represented EIT Manufacturing at the YML event at the World Manufacturing Forum 2022. Yeah, and if you start to Google EIT manufacturing, you may then, just like we did, also find EIT food, EIT health, among many others. And if this confuses you, then let's just say that we were also wondering what was going on. But it turns out that all of them are connected to the larger European initiative EIT, which stands for European Institute of Innovation and Technology. EIT was established in 2009 and its mission is to promote innovation throughout all of Europe by helping and bringing together the three main areas of education, research and business. So EIT Manufacturing is an innovation community within EIT established in 2019 and wants to bring manufacturers within Europe together and they wish that one day the global manufacturing innovation will be led by Europe. Yeah, and it's also been mentioned in the previous episodes that manufacturing creates products and services that benefit society and that it acts as a peacekeeper. But EIT also wants to add that the manufacturing industry serves as a global base for prosperity and that it can be the key to economic, social and environmental sustainability in Europe. Yeah, and we also had the opportunity to interview Klaus Bitz, the CEO of EIT Manufacturing, who is able to tell us about their mission, goals, and future challenges. So, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Um, we're very happy to have you. Um, so please tell us a bit about who you are and what your role is. Okay, I'm the CEO of EIT Manufacturing. EIT Manufacturing is an European-wide innovation activities dedicated to the manufacturing domain. We are operating under the umbrella of the European Institute of Innovation and Technology, but we are an independent organization. We are a non-profit organization, according to French law. We have currently close to 200 uh, members in in our activities, they are active with us, and uh, we are an industry-driven community, so more than the majority or more than 50% are from industry. The other are RDOs, universities. We have an own master school, an own PhD program in education. We support promising innovation activities, and we have an entrepreneurship program where we support promising startups to grow out of the local ecosystem on a European level and beyond. Mm-hmm. So in a way you already answered the what is EIT manufacturing, but what would you say <laughs> is its goal? Yeah, our goal is really that also in the future Europe will be the leading continent when it comes to manufacturing innovation. 
Europe has been always the home of industry and, and the pioneer, starting in Industry 1.0, where we move from, from uh, labor work to mechanical uh, uh, work. In, in Industry 2.0, the beginning of last century, where the electricity brought a lot of innovations into our shop floors and factories and plants. In Industry 3.0, where the first digitalization locally was done, there we talked about embedded software. Now in Industry 4.0, we are talking about embedded hardware. Every piece, uh, every equipment is embedded in an ID infrastructure, is connected to a digital backbone, is connected to other things. Yeah, And that Europe is the leading continent in manufacturing on innovation, also beyond Industry 4.0, in Industry 5.0, in Industry 6.0. This is the vision of EID manufacturing. So why do you think it's important to support such initiatives as the young manufacturing leaders? Yeah, we need... I mean, uh, we need really uh, uh, young, the young generation manufacturing. And we have to bring across that manufacturing determines to, to a large extent our daily life. All the things around us are the result of manufacturing. Every moment we are in touch with the result of manufacturing. The food on our plate, the plate itself, the table where the plate is on, the, our <laughs> communication means, our transport, all is at the end. Yeah. So if you want to change something in the daily life, it's maybe not a bad idea to change something in manufacturing. And therefore, we need the young generation and we have really a unique opportunity to transform in Europe manufacturing into a green manufacturing towards a circular economy to increase really the, 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 the percentage of reused material. Yeah, to, inc uh, to decrease what is very important now, nowadays, to decrease the energy consumption yeah? and move towards uh, a more resilient and green production technologies. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so what are the future global problems that you foresee when it comes to, for example, production systems? Yeah, I mean, uh, for sure, uh, 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 as a consequence of the COVID crisis or also the Euro, Euro the Ukrainian war, we have seen how, how fragile and vulnerable the, the complex distributed value chains are. Yeah, we have a shortage of chips at the moment in Europe and also on other goods and raw materials. And, and there, it will be not the end of the multilateralism, let's say. Yeah, so the, 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 also in the future, the trade will be globally and, and all the, the multinational companies will act globally. But it will be a consolidation there, yeah, uh, on the on the value chains and more resilient value chains. This is, I think, one of the important topics for the future, which is also the topic of the of the conference here, and also uh, the movement towards the circular economy. And this goes hand in hand. If we take this example, what I brought also in my talk from the battery production, yeah, all these raw materials you need for batteries, graphite, manganese, cobalt, lithium, and so forth, they are not available in Europe. So therefore, recycling is a must. To, to have processes and you have to take this into consideration also in the, in the design and engineering uh, phase of the batteries and also in the design and engineering phase of the production plants yeah? Yeah. that you can uh, dismantle and, and recycle these batteries yeah so lastly would you like to add or say anything to the young leaders listening yeah for the young leaders I just can say Manufacturing is no longer filthy, oily and noisy, which it was in the past. 
Manufacturing is really a very, very exciting domain to work with concrete things. I understand that the digital world is appealing, but to work with concrete things down to the earth, yeah, their manufacturing offers great uh, career opportunities, and especially for women. We have a lot of women in manufacturing, but they are on the wrong places. They are standing on the assembly line doing stupid routine work. And this is not the right place for women. We need women on all levels. Women can also run a factory or a production plant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you very okay. much. Thank you very much, Klaus Bates, for the interview. Yeah, it's interesting how many people associate manufacturing with a dark and dirty environment. But that is now changing and many want to become greener and more sustainable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, and this is also mentioned by Carolina Torregrosa Gallo, who, as mentioned, is program manager at EIT Manufacturing, who we also had the pleasure of interviewing. Yeah, and during the World Manufacturing Forum 2022, there was the YML main event, where she also spoke about some of the challenges that the manufacturing industry is facing, how manufacturing needs to become more digital, and how it needs to become greener and more sustainable while all in all remaining competitive. EIT Manufacturing has defined six strategic objectives in order to tackle the main challenges of European manufacturing. And although we're not going to talk about all of them, it's worth mentioning that two out of six of the strategic objectives relate to sustainability, both social and environmental, which was one of the key pillars of Industry 5.0, how the industry should respect the worker, but also respect the boundaries of the planet. Just like Klaus Beetz said, recycling is a must. Yeah, and this future challenge of respecting and saving the planet was also mentioned by Carolina Torregrosa Gallo in the interview. So please, who are you and what do you do and would you tell us a bit about your role? Okay, so I am Carolina Torregrosa. I'm Education Program Manager in EIT Manufacturing since 2020. And, uh, well, I take care of managing our project portfolio uh, that range from uh, projects for engaging youngsters and kids all the way to upskilling and reskilling projects for supporting the current manufacturing workforce to adapt and adopt uh, new technologies. And uh, why do you think that EIT Manufacturing thinks it's important to support such initiatives as young manufacturing leaders? Well, uh, for us, it is clear that we engage uh, the younger generation. So currently, it's a, there is a huge skills gap between the existing manufacturing workforce. And also, there is a um, huge lack of minds, let's say that way, of people willing to work on manufacturing. So the best way to reduce this gap, especially thinking on the future, is to engaging the younger generations and teaching them and demonstrating them that manufacturing is not all dirty, all great, all bad, but it has a lot of innovation in it and a lot of technology. So that's why programs as why manufacturing, junk manufacturing leaders, sorry, are quite, quite important for us. So what would you just say are the uh, biggest future challenges for, for example, um, production systems and manufacturing? Which are the biggest challenges? Well, we have many challenges in here. 
we have one of the biggest challenges that it's not only for manufacturing, but it's for everyone, which is climate change. And something we need to absolutely become more resilient and deal with it. So manufacturing uh, companies and manufacturing systems need to be or need to align with, of course, uh, technologies that can reduce their, their carbon footprint, but not only. Uh, so, yeah, we need to talk, uh, tackle climate change somehow. And manufacturing companies are responsible of nearly 42% of current uh, carbon emissions. So that's quite important. I mean, whole manufacturing systems with logistics included and so on. So we need to, to work on that. Um, while other issues was the one that I was just mentioning, that it's the lack of workforce. So if we need to continue working, we will need to deal with less and less people available for working in the manufacturing industry. So we need to tackle this both with technology, but especially with skilling people for being able to use that technology uh, rather than being scared. So, you know, many people is scared of robots, artificial intelligence. So we need to teach them that they are good in some way so that they are not that scary at all but that they just need to have the skills to manage them yeah thank you uh, and what would you like to say to anyone who wonders if it's worth becoming an engineer oh i will tell them to do it uh, i'm an engineer myself i studied engineering 12 15 years ago it's been a while but I think it's a wonderful experience. You get to contact uh, with wonderful people, even if you don't believe so. And also you get to do really fantastic things and to drive change. So you can put your hands in really clue issues for the subsistence of humanity, I guess. And you get to change them. And especially for girls and women, I think that you should not get scared of getting into um, men or like male environment, uh, you, you would need to fight a little bit. That's that's my experience. But once you have done it and you get all in, you see that there is a wonderful world there and that there are many, many things to be done. Um, yeah, that you can have an impact because, yeah, manufacturing has an impact in our daily lives. So if you get to get in it, you will have an impact on the world at the end. Just lastly, would you like to say anything to the young leaders listening? Um, yeah, I will invite all of them to to keep trying to 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 dream big, and and to yeah really believe what that what you do or what you apply or what you learn can be really be a difference. You can make a difference better, and you can really change what like you can change the world. Like really, you can have an impact. You can make it more sustainable, more inclusive, or whatever you would like to do. So yeah, that's that will be my my very last words. Thank you very much. And that's it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you very much for the interview. Yep. So to conclude, EIT Manufacturing's goals are to accelerate faster innovation so that it may improve people's everyday life all over the world, to help, to help accomplish Europe's climate goals, and to ensure that Europe's workforce is ready, resilient, and will be able to overcome tomorrow's challenges. 
That's it for now. Thank you for listening and hope you check out the upcoming episodes.